seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Live Radio Contact. Welcome to this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. I'm Rob Pax and we're here talking all things Salford Red Devils. Join him in the show this week as ever we have Paul Whiteside. Right, Paul? Hiya, Rob. You okay, mate? Yeah, good. Lots of things going on in the world of Salford Red Devils this week. What have we got? Yeah, there certainly is another busy week. Yeah, we've got news from the Supporters Trust. We've also got the new shirt that came out on Friday, the new away shirt, which everybody's raving about. So we'll be chatting about that. We've also got an announcement of another friendly fixture uh, today away at Warrington. So we're speaking about that. We've got the amateur report as well. And we've also got a special interview that we did today with John Blackburn about the mosaic that's going to be unveiled at the Willows next Tuesday. Yeah, it's going to be super exciting, so make sure you tune in later on the show for that. So let's uh, start with all the news coming out of Sulphur Red Devils. So, well, lots of things going on behind the scenes at the Supporters Trust, Paul. Uh, I know you're obviously on the board, so there's lots of things you need to tell us. Yeah, I'm on the temporary board, Rob, uh, which should be like a, a final board now. So if they'll have me, I, I'm, I'm willing to help them out, mate. Yeah, there was there was a meeting uh, last night, actually, which I attended. And um, the main sort of thing last night was about transport. And they did a survey, and a lot of our listeners have probably seen the survey, haven't they? We've both filled it, haven't we, about transport and how people get to the game and things like that. And it was more or less uh, trying to see if people wanted a, like shuttle buses putting on. Um, and, and quite a lot of people do. There's quite a lot of interest there for that. So I know the trusts are looking at now at getting coaches, buses onto games that can pick up in various points in Salford, Swinton. You know, Salford's a massive area as we spoke about before, and they're looking at planning the route now. <coughs> excuse me to pick up like local pubs and local points of interest around the Salford area and getting people to the game so I think it's a positive thing that yeah connecting people um, to the stadium and, and to the club is important Paul and you know it's massively important that us fans if you haven't filled this um, you know transport questionnaire in uh, do it because obviously we want the best uh, sort of connections don't we to, to be able to test the game and you know if the club can get something from this information and turn it into a good thing it's only be good for our support well certainly yeah and I think a lot of the time these days people um Travelling cars, don't into the games and things like that. But you know, when you talk about building the crowds and getting people there, not everybody drives, do they? And the transport links to the stadium are quite difficult. And I know quite a few people who, who, who travel on the buses. Um, and you, sometimes you see them stood there late on at night, don't you, after the Friday night game? So if we've got you know buses that are put on, and you can just jump on shuttle buses straight after the game, and they, they'll be stood outside the stadium, packed outside the stadium, waiting for you. I think that's a good thing. I really do. I think it's a really positive thing and that could be something that, that, that can grow throughout the season. So that's something that's in the pipeline at the moment. I know there's a lot of more events being looked at. The uh, the evening with Ian Watson was quite a success at the Nags Head. I think that went really well. And the, the, the Trust are looking at putting more events on throughout the year. They've got an AGM which is on Monday the 15th of January at Shandor Sports Club. That is the day after the Swinton Friendly. So there'll be a lot of information there about things. So hopefully people can get down to that. They've got a Christmas party as well coming up this Saturday at that soft play in Swinton and I can't remember the name of it but people know it's fully booked anyway that had 60 kids going to that and uh, I know you know a few people are disappointed they've, they've missed out on that but talking to the people on the trust last night 
they're going to try and make it even bigger and better next season. So hopefully these things can, can grow, Rob, can't they now? And uh, I'd advise anybody, you know, to, to join. If you've not joined the trust already, you know, it's a tenor. Join the trust. And, you know, you're helping the club out. You're helping the, the foundation, the under-16s. And there's a lot of things that the foundation are doing and working with the trust. There's a lot of exciting projects John Blackburn's involved with. And I think heritage numbers could be something that comes up, uh, something that comes up soon as well. Um, you've got other things with it, you know the museum that could be taken off. So there's lots of things to get involved in, and um, yeah, exciting times really, Rob. Yeah, Christmas is coming up. This Christmas party, um, it's very, it sounds very exciting. Obviously, us fans, we've come up with the Junior Devils and we back in the day, and hopefully this kind of thing will you know grow and grow, and we can get something back like that. Yeah, well, I think that's what this is, Rob. It's the Junior Reds Christmas party, I think, isn't it? So, um, so yeah, and the, the, the players are going to be there as well. I think there's about half a dozen players that are going and um, they'll be taking their kids. So that's great that the players can mix with the supporters and you build that sort of family bond then, don't you? And, you know, players and, and, and supporter bonds as well. So I'm really looking forward to going out. I think I'm going on Saturday. I was going to try and get Ellen to take the kids and me put my feet up and watch a bit of football. But <laughs> I think I'm going to get roped into going out on Saturday, which will be nice, you know, to, to, to speak to some of the players as well. Try and get a few sly interviews on the quiet <laughs> while, uh, while the kids are playing. But yeah, I think it's really positive that the, you know, the supporters trust are doing things and I hope that the club get behind the supporters trust and are willing to work with it yeah uh, the next bit of news is new away shirts out uh, lovely blue number uh, Paul quite impressed with both and the home and away shirts this season yeah very impressed yeah there was rumours uh, about the, the kit being this this blue kit one that we played in the, the late 80s and uh, Steve Kerry was there yesterday at the club I saw him on um, the club's uh, I think it was Facebook page recreating that um, photograph um I think I've got that photograph in my collection. I'm sure it's old and at Watershed. It's about 1990, something like that, and recreating that picture. And uh, he didn't look very different, really. He's, he's, I bet he's still his playing weight, really. He's never put mm-hmm. an ounce of weight on, has he, Steve Kerry? And remember him, very good halfback. I remember that dart he used to do from the scrum, you know, from a set of scrum. Very, very slight play, you know, not much of him, but, you know, we, we remember, he remembered as a, a good player for us. Yeah, you can look at him. You could probably play now, I reckon, for, you know, good 20 minutes. He's always a, a decent goal kicker, good good rugby league brain as well. And, you know, he's, he's one of, uh, you know, the heroes of the the sign of the 80s and the 90s, isn't he? Yeah, if I remember rightly, I think we signed Steve from Oldham. But um, I think he, after us, he went to Woodersfield. I think he played there in the mid-90s. And I think he went back to Rugby Union then because he came from Rugby Union. I'm not too sure where he came John told John Blackburn told me today where he came from in Rugby Union. I can't remember where it was. But uh, but yeah, he went back playing for Preston Grasshoppers, and I think he was still playing there, well into his sort of I wouldn't like to say how old he is now, but well into his sort of his forties. So he's obviously kept himself fit. Good ambassador for Salford as well, and I think he still gets to matches every now and again. And it was uh, great to see him down there on uh, on Monday. Yeah, and great mates with Ian Blees as well, uh, bringing the old the old band back together <laughs> as it was. Uh, but it's great, obviously, Ian Blees, you know, ex player, you know, inviting his old friends back to you know get that bit of magic back in the club. Certainly, yeah, and I keep saying it, and I said it last night to some of the guys there, I'm hoping that we can get some um, ex-players to the Swinton friendly, because we've spoke about this before, there's an awful lot of players who play for both Swinton and Salford, and, and there's probably still a lot of those players who, who live local, I know Martin Burkett's one of them, uh, I'm not going to do a list now, because there's that many to remember, but it'd be great if the club and the supporters trust, perhaps between the two of them, can organise for you know to get a gathering of players to that game, and it all builds the excitement. And if you can get a few of them on the pitch, get some in the bar afterwards, you know, for a chinwag with them, I think I think that's great. So hopefully we'll be able to work on something like that. Yeah. So buy your shirts. Christmas is coming up, but it's great that you know the home shirt and the away shirt is going to be available, Paul, and you know, cash king for for the club. 
Has the shorts and socks been confirmed for the week? Because I've seen on Facebook a few different kits. They've had black shorts, there's been white shorts. Have the club actually said what colour they are, or is that just oh, people messing about with uh, stuff? I think it might be the club messing about. I'm, I'm, I've, last time I saw it was black, but I did see a blue number as well. Um, but I suppose it's the club. They could they decide, don't they, end of the day? Yeah, they had two shirts hung up today in the back office when I went upstairs to see John and... Uh, they look nice. They look yeah. really nice. Well, I was hoping to pinch one, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody left me on my own long enough to, to, to a But uh, yeah, they do. They look. They look lovely, and I'm, I'm sure that supporters are going to be really, really sure for them. And, and don't forget this. Before we forget, I'm just going to say to you, Rod, um, it's next Monday. There's that fans sort of night. We can buy shirts between four and eight pm. Uh, John reminded me about that today because I was going to go to it. Hopefully, if I can, uh, if I can get there next Monday. Um, there's going that that night said you can buy your shirts then I believe can't you? Can you pick up your season tickets that night as well? Yeah, pick season ticket up, buy your shirts. I think the players going to be there as yeah, well. The players, there's going to be some players there. Yeah, yes. I suppose with Christmas coming up, you know, you want to be you know getting sorted for that really. Yeah, and I believe um, are the club going to have some sort of event before the Swinton game? They've not they've not said yet, have they? They have said something, and I'm sure there'll be details about that out soon because that'll be great if we can have some sort of. Uh, I don't want to say open day because people have been moaning about yeah. it, but you know what I mean, don't you? Some sort of get together before that Swinton game and perhaps pick up your season tickets if you've not already got them. It shows how open the club is. See, ready with that? Open. See how, how open the club is to ideas because the, the fans wanted an open day and the club said, well, we'll do we'll do one before the Swinton game. You've got to give the supporters what they want, Rob. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that, we're the, we're the heart, we're the, the blood of this club, aren't we? And, you know, keeping us sweet, that's, that's the best thing the club can do, really. Yeah, certainly, but I think, you know, just going back to the, the night next Monday, I think it's very important that you have something like that. I mean, people were moaning about the time and things like that, which I fully understand with traffic. And we said it the other week, didn't we, about Christmas shopping and people going to that Blooming Trafford Centre. But there's an awful lot of children that want their, their new shirt on Christmas Day, don't they? Wrapped up on Christmas Day. I mean, I was the same when I, when I was a kid. And uh, I think that's great that at least you'll be able to go next Monday and uh, get your presents and that for Christmas. Yeah, so make sure you get down and uh, buy your shirts, buy season tickets ready for Christmas. Next piece of news, we've got a, fri- a friendly against Warrington, 20th of January, Paul, Saturday. Uh, going to be an interesting test. Yeah, that's the Saturday after the Swinton game. The Swinton game's on the Sunday before at 1 o'clock, and this game is 3 o'clock on the Saturday, the 20th. Yeah, big test for us away at Warrington. That's the sort of test that we need, though, Robbie. You know, last season we played... Rochdale Hornets, Halifax and, and Hull FC, didn't we, in our friendly fixtures and sort of stepped up every week, didn't we, and, and, and progressed and, and we did really well and hit the ground running in the, the Super League. So that's the, the kind of test you want. Warrington, it's always a big a big place to go to. It's always a good atmosphere. It's always a good away trip as a Salford supporter. We're going to uh, hopefully get to see, well, I don't know whether it's hopefully or not, but Ben Murdoch-Matilla could be playing against us. But I'm sure it'll be a good test, a big test, and I'm just hoping, if anyone's listening at the club, that we can play Halifax again for the Colin Dixon Memorial Trophy because we played for that last season didn't we and that's, that's always great to, to play for that trophy and it's also a good day out Halifax another good day out yeah Halifax <laughs> Warrington all these away days are good days out but particularly Warrington I always enjoy going there it's a nice ground it's a good atmosphere there's quite a bit of a rivalry between Warrington and Salford isn't there? we're not too far apart about 10 miles away and uh, I think since I've been watching Salford well since we both have mm. there's always been that sort of bit of rivalry between Warrington and Salford if you go back sort of 10 or 15 years they always sort of had a bit more money than us, didn't they? And uh, we was like the poor relation, but I think we're catching them up slowly, but surely. I think with Warrington, uh, I think it's a bigger game for us than it is to them because they've got witness, aren't they, as their dad? Yeah, certainly. St. Helens as well isn't far away from And Wigan as well. Mm. You've got that triangle there, of, uh, or that square of, of four four clubs, haven't you, um, that are all sort of on top of each other. And uh, you know what? I keep saying it on, on social media. I might have said it on the Annex page a few times. Wouldn't it be great to get the Lancashire Cup back? Wouldn't that be absolutely magnificent to get that back? Perhaps as a... You know, it was a pre-season tournament like we used to do. We used to play for the Lancashire Cup before the league started, didn't we? You know, 
in August, September time. And I think that would be something you'll play for in February and then kick the Super League off in March. Yeah, it'd be good for us, obviously, for a pre-season thing if you could all get yeah. together. But I suppose that's the club's hierarchy is all talking with each other and organising that and where you'd play each game and stuff. Because obviously it's all about generating income, isn't it, off-season? That's right, yeah. that's right. So, uh, that's all the news we've got um, this week. And next up, we're going to be looking at our amateur sides with Paul and see what, how they did uh, this week. Right, well, here is this week's Devil in the Detail amateur report. There's not many results to bring you from last week. There's quite a few no results. In fact, there are no results between the university teams. I've not had it confirmed, but I'm presuming they were postponed for for one reason or another, probably the weather. But there was one result for College Rugby League and Salford Red Devils had a fantastic win. They went and won away at the Wigan and Lee College by 42 points to 22. So fantastic win there for the Young Red Devils. They're in action again this Wednesday in the Northwest League 1. It's Cowley Sixth Form College against Salford Red Devils. That's the only fixture. There's no fixtures involving our university sides this week. But yeah, great win for Salford Red Devils uh, Foundation there. And best of luck this week when you take on Cowley Sixth Form College. There's quite a bit of um, amateur news this week. Amateur clubs have until Friday to 15th of December to lodge entries for this season's Bala Open Age National Cup. The preliminary round is scheduled for Saturday the 13th of January and the first round for Saturday the 20th of January. The final will be played on Sunday the 6th of May. Bala bosses have yet to reveal the venue. Entry forms can be found under the download section of the Bala website. The National Cup winners will receive a free set of kit from the sponsors and will also be invited to take part in the 2019 Labrooks Challenge Cup. So that's fascinating that to, to see how all that pans out. Talking of the Challenge Cup, the draw for the first round of the 2018 Labrooks Challenge Cup will be made tomorrow. That's Tuesday, so you might have, might be already out by the time you're hearing this. But it's Tuesday the 12th of December and it's going to be done at Media City. It says Manchester here, but we're going to call it Media City Salford because as far as I'm concerned, it's in Salford. The Rugby Football League has invited former Hull FC captain Gareth Ellis together with St. Helens legend Paul Wellens to conduct the ceremony, which will take place at 7pm which will be screened live on the BBC Sport website. 48 amateur teams will go into the hat, including Siddle, who took Toronto Wolfpack close before a big BBC audience in last season's televised third round. Siddle are joined in the draw by fellow Kingston press side at National Conference League team's Hunslet Club Parkside, who are taking part as the X-Max Barlet National Cup holders. Champions Tattle Heath Crusaders, Ascom, Egremont Rangers, Kells, Lee Minor Rangers, Might and Warriors, Pilkington Rex, Rochdale Mayfield, Skirlaw, Waffbrow Hornets, West Hull, Wigan St. Patrick's, Underbank Rangers, Featherstone Lions, Hull Dockers, Hunslet Warriors, Ince Rosebridge, Lock Lane, Milford Marlins, Normanton Knights, Shaw Cross, York Acorn, Alton Raiders, Bradford Dudley Hill, East Leeds, Thornhill Trojans, Wigan St. Jude's, and Beverly, who have been included as the representatives of the Yorkshire Men's League. Others taking part are Welsh team, Valley Cougars, Queens, Distington, Hensingham, Hindley, Oral St. James, Batley Boys, Wallsend Eagles, Hammersmith Hill Hoist, come on, name that is, London Chargers, Northampton Demons, Strathmore Silverbacks of Scotland and the Irish outfit Longhorns with Hull University and Loughborough University flying the flag for the student game and the Army, the Royal Navy and the RAF and the British Police are also included. The first round is scheduled for the weekend of Saturday the 27th and Sunday the 28th of January. So fascinating news there with, with the Challenge Cups, exciting competition and as soon as that first round draws, man, I'm sure there's going to be some, some great contests in that and we'll keep you up to date here on Devil in the Detail. 
Another bit of amateur news, the Rugby Football League is inviting applications for teams interested in playing in the North West Men's, Women's and Girls Leagues in 2018. All submissions can be made via the RFL's website with a deadline for the North West competition of Friday the 5th of January. Only sides aiming to play outside Super League should not apply for the Women's League. No deadline has been imposed for the Girls League, so get your entries in there to the Rugby Football League. The 2018 Student Origin game will be played at Loughborough University on Saturday the 3rd of February. The match between North and South will kick off at 7pm and will involve players who most impressed in last week's regional games in which Yorkshire beat the Midlands 36-10, the South West accounted for the South East 34-6 and the North West edged out the North East 23 points to 22. International selectors will be on hand to monitor performances ahead of naming the England University squad for 2018. And finally this week... Ambitious amateur players could have something extra to look forward to next year with League Express. We've got this story from Understands a tour to the Southern Hemisphere high on the agenda at Bala. Details have yet to be completed, including dates and exact location as the trip appears to be very much at the early planning stage. The Rugby Football League, meanwhile, is also setting about arranging representative football for grassroots talent with an under-23 side set to take part in the Commonwealth Championships on Australia's Gold Coast in February. England Lions youth are to contest the Euro under 19s Championship in August, while fixtures against Scotland and Wales are likely to take place. And later in the year, the legendary Australian schoolboys, the Joeys, will be touring and will meet the England Lions youth and England College prior to facing the England Academy. I went to see the, the Australian schoolboys quite a number of years ago when they played at Spotland Stadium in Rochdale, and they got some really talented players, and that promises to be really exciting when they come over. Like I said, on Devil in Detail, we'll keep you up to date with all those fixtures and things when they're happening. So don't forget to check out the uh, Challenge Cup draw tomorrow night at 7pm on the BBC website. I'll, uh, if I don't speak to you before, have a great Christmas, and we'll see you soon. So that was Paul's amateur report talking about uh, Salford Red Devils Educational Academy. Great win for them. It certainly was to, to beat Wigan and Lee away from home. You know, the, the, the calibre of um, sort of team they are, really. It just shows you the, the pro- progress that Danny Barton and the boys are making there at um, the Educational Academy. And uh, saw them all there again today at the, at the stadium. They're buzzing tomorrow. They've got Cowley Sixth Farm College away tomorrow. And um, Matt Brockles was telling me about. Um, they get a lot of help from St. Helens, so they're going to be tuned up and ready for our visit tomorrow. But uh, no, I'm expecting us to put up a good performance. I think we're doing really well and they're growing in confidence, the young lads. Yeah, and that's what it's all about, I suppose, that kind of stage of the development. It's all about playing every week and, and learning. And, and, you know, Danny Barton and, and Neil Blackman are doing a fantastic job, you know, nurturing the youth. They certainly are doing a great job, Rob. It's great to see, you know, the, the, the buzzing down there. There's a lot of young lads down there who are involved, and the under 16s will be starting soon as well. So uh, it's great to see them all there. It's great to see them all, you know, playing for Salford, playing with pride for Salford as well. And they uh, certainly did that last weekend. And I'm wishing them all the best for a victory at Cowley tomorrow. You never know; someone in that team could be the next star. Well, I believe so. Yeah, John. I think it was John Blackburn. It was either John or Mark Brockler was saying to me today that Ian Watson had been looking at a few of the players. Um, so hopefully they can be training with it with the first team soon. Um, you know, some of those lads are, are sort of 17 now, so 17 going on 18. So he's still very young and still very green, but. If there's a bit of talent there, you know, they can train with, with Ian and the lads. You look at some of the, the new signings we've, we've made, you know, Levy and Zungu, he's only 19. So some of these guys, if, if they're good enough, get them in that squad and get them training with, with, the, with the big boys. That could bring them on even more. And you know, there's, a lot, there's a lot to be excited about at Salford at the moment, Rob. I know there's a lot of uncertainty with the, with the new board, board of trustees and a lot of supporters want to know what's going on, don't they? And we're still in the dark at the minute until they're confirmed and 
things like that. But, uh, but I think there's a lot to be excited about as well. I'm sure when the club have something to say, Paul, they'll, they will tell oh, yeah, us. I, I think a lot of people, you know, I want to know what's going on. You know, what's what's worse is the club. If the club come out and say, right, we've got nothing to tell you. I'd rather him to come out and tell me when it's all done and dusted, and you know all the uh, you know the the I's are dotted and the creed, the T's are crossed. So then we can move on, can't we? Rather than you know eking a little bit out at a time, because you don't really want that. You want to be able, you want stability, don't you? Really, at the end of the day, and I'm I'm sure when it's all done and dusted, it'll come out and let us know. Yeah, it's, well, to me, Rob, it's not the, the most important thing at the moment. The most important thing for me is the the team on the pitch and their preparations are going. All the off-field stuff. That's for that's for the off-field people to deal with, really. I was just meaning that some supporters were sort of perhaps getting a bit hung up about it, and you know, I'm I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that. Um, you know, it should be announced when it's when it's ready, and uh, you know, I'm sure that'll be soon. Yeah. So uh, next up on the devil of detail, Paul, you went down to see John Blackburn, and it was a great chat with him. Yeah, it certainly was. I enjoyed me me chat with John. I, I've been down to see John a few times recently. He's a lovely guy. He's always got loads of time for him. And, you know, John Salford through and through. He's worked at the club for so long now and been part of the club for so long and done an awful lot of work as well with coaching, scouting, all the work that he's done with the foundation. He set the academy up. He really is an unsung hero, Salford. And uh, you know, it was great to talk to him. You know, he actually played for the A team as well. He was telling me some stories from the A team today, and you know, fascinating. I could sit with John all day, and uh, he makes a good cup of tea as well. So I really enjoyed. Um, Speaking to him about the mosaic next week, and this is what he had to say. Right, well, I'm just joined with John Blackburn from uh, the foundation. John, you're going to tell us a bit about this uh, this mosaic that's uh, going to be appearing shortly. Yeah, well, it's based on a Heresy's Lottery Grant we got, which incorporated. We had the Willows memory show at the Willows uh, at the Lowry Theatre a couple of times. That's been shown. We've got a more marble museum going around to local schools and, and day centres. But part of the, the bid was also to do a mosaic down at the Willows, obviously, to kind of memory of all the good times that I had down there. Uh, it was designed by a guy called Rob Lally. Uh, he's a local lad, Salford lad, a ceramicist. And we followed to the local schools. We thought we'd get the schools local to the, the Willow. So we did St. Luke's uh, uh, Church of England School in West Lane and Lark Hill Primary on Liverpool Street. And we worked with youngsters. We went in for five weeks showing them how to kind of make a mosaic uh, asking their ideas on the designs, uh, it was put together. Rob is now based at Starting Salford, down on on Broad Street there. Uh, It's finished now, Uh, it's now in place on the Willows. It's not been uncovered yet. Uh, We're going to do that on the 19th, uh, Tuesday the 19th. Can anybody go to that, John? Yeah, yeah. It's not a massive big event. I mean, we're going to have a a couple of guys cutting the, the ribbon and unveiling it. Um, which is, it's, it looks really good there too. It's nice to have some kind of. Is it covered up at the moment? It's covered up at the moment, right. yeah. So we're going to do uncovering. It was going to be done a few weeks ago, um, mm. but uh, City West wanted to open their site as a just housing site, so they didn't want to do it as a dual yeah. kind of opening event. So hence why it's been a couple of weeks kind of in, in, in the waiting, really. Where is it positioned exactly? Where, if, say, the old ground was there, whereabouts would yeah, it be? I would say it's on the 20 metre line at the top end. The club end, the, 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 no, the north. The north stand, right? Stand right, in, yeah. right. There's a block of apartments there now. Uh, right. Pretty sad when you go on. <laughs> you know, I bet it is, yeah. Uh, I've been back a few good, times. It's cutting to be yeah. honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's a car park there, and we've got the mosaic is now in a brick kind of base. Uh, I'm hoping to put a willow, small kind of willow tree there as well, just yeah, to... Yeah represent the kind of club uh, and it's going to be one thirty, as I say on the 19th people can come down it's only going to be a 20 minute event as such get some ex-players down there 
uh, try and get one from each generation. And then we're going, hopefully, to the Shanders Club after the, the unveiling, uh, just for a, a drink and right to eat. But we're going to show the Willow's Memories DVD again. We'll show that people who've not seen that. That'll be great, because that's a great show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in, in a nutshell, that's what, what it's going to be. So... It sounds like you're going to make a day of it, really. It sounds fantastic. About it. A lot of people probably haven't been back to the Willows since we actually left that, that day on the 11th of September 2011. I bet there's a lot of people who've not been. I mean, well, there's a lot of people don't like going back now. I, mean, well, I don't. Yeah, to be honest, it's, it's really sad when you get past. I, mean, yeah. I presume you've been back a lot since... When the I keep going back every down. night to make sure nothing's happened for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. Well, been back a few times, you know, over the, the first couple of years when they started doing the demolition work. And yeah. It was very sad and... Mm-hmm. And after that, I've not been for I've not been for a couple of years. I've not been since they built the new houses. But some of the streets are named after old players as well. Well, you've got Gus Risman, Lance Todd, mm-hmm. Ben Watkins. Yeah, They're the three names there. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's special. Which, which is nice. Yeah, it'd be recorded for. But it, what was strange that we got these youngsters from the two schools to them. We thought we'd have local kids at the Willows, and that we was uh, the seven and eight year old kids working on it, and, and you don't realise they don't even remember the Willows from. Being there then, yeah, they're living on Weiss Lane, and yeah. you forget five years ago these kids were only, yeah, only yeah. two. So we have to kind of explain yeah. the history of it already. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly it like, is things really, have, yeah. have gone. And when you think about it, it's like six, six, over six years ago, and it yeah, seemed yeah. five minutes ago. No, it doesn't really. No, 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 seems no. crazy. But just give we us just, a reminder again of when it is. Half past nine, one, is it? It's half past one on the 19th, Tuesday the 19th, uh, 20 minute ceremony, and then we're going back to the Shandos Club. Hopefully, I've got to confirm that, but it, it, I think it... Any idea where the ex-players are going to be? Uh, I've, I've asked Morris Richards to come down. Oh, that'd be again. great, yeah, yeah. I've asked Ian Blees and, and Ian Watson to actually mm-hmm. come to to be honest. Uh, yeah. And we've got a few other guys in that. Andy Burgess, you know, the, the ones who are supporters, and you, you can rely on certain players. And I want to try and get a few more down. Some of the present-day uh, mm-hmm. players will be there as well, so... <clears throat> Magnificent, that. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to seeing it, John. Well, thank you very mm-hmm. much for speaking to us for Salford City Radio. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. And Devil in the Detail. It's yeah. a pleasure, John. Thank okay. you very much. Right, thank cheers, you. Paul. So that was uh, John Blackburn from the Salford Red Devils Foundation. It's, it's superb what he's doing. So the history and the heritage is so important to this club. Yeah, and it promises to be a really good day that next Tuesday with the unveiling at, at half past one and then going back to Shandos if it's if it's confirmed. I think John was just sorting that out today. You're going to show that Willow's Memory film as well. And if you've not seen that, you know, there's going to be some great players there. You know, you mentioned Maurice Richards. I know it's not a definite, but if you can get a chance to speak to Maurice Richards and meet an absolute Salford legend, I'd, I'd, I'd try and get down there if you can to that. I know, I know it's a Tuesday and people might be working, but this mosaic, I can't wait to see it. I've not seen it yet. I know, I think John's seen it, but I've not seen it, but I'm expecting it to be outstanding. I know the local school kids have done a great job on it. And, um, you know, it's, it's something to look forward to. It's something that we can have there. It's always going to be there to, to remember. You know, the good times and the bad times of the Willows. I mean, we need something there to, to go back to now. And I know the streets have, have got names as well, haven't they? And um, I think that's great that, it, that it's remembered because um, a lot happened there over the, the 100 years that the Willows was there. And yeah, John and, the, John and the gang have done a great job there. And it was great speaking to him today. And I love John's passion. He, he, does, he does say some great stuff. And um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant story. And uh, like I said, get down there next Tuesday. Yeah, it's going to be great. Get yourselves down and uh, hopefully see history being made. So that's the end of this week's uh, Devil in the Detail podcast. Another great show, Paul. Yeah, really enjoyed it, Rob. Are we doing a Christmas special next week? Yeah, Christmas special next week. Our bloopers. Um, lots of me, not many of Paul. I've got a chat with Mick Hennigan as well. I'll be speaking to him on Friday. You know, ex-Salford and Swinton plays. a bit of a comedian as well. So we're going to have a chat with him Friday. So that should be in next week's show as well. So we'll uh, have a bit of a light-hearted one next week, Rob. And uh, 
Yeah, what was you saying about the bloopers? I've done one tonight, actually. We're going to uh, put that one in tonight. Yeah, you might have to start sending me these loopers that you do on your amateur report because it's a lot of me and a, a couple of you. Which the, am- isn't- the amateur report, I tell you now, is it normally takes about 10 goals. Does it? It does. And I must swear that many times when I've, when I've not done it. That's why I have to delete them straight away because the way I record it, I record it in one hit. Yeah. So as soon as I make a mistake, it's, oh, I've got to start all over again. And I've done it before. I've got like four, four or five minutes through it and I have to start all over again. Or when the, the kid comes in or when the washing machine or the door goes or my phone goes or something like that. So yeah, there's been plenty of bloopers in there. But yeah, you normally get more than me. Yeah, like like a pro does it in one. Me, I do it about four to five, but oh, there you go. I don't know about pro, lab. I don't know about pro. <laughs> we do our best though, mate. We don't do. We? That's all that matters. Everyone we were out there promoting Soul for Red Devils to the world, basically. And, that, and that's... a good year as well, isn't it? We've it enjoyed has. it, haven't we? Another good year. Yeah, really enjoy doing the podcast every week, Paul. You know, you've so much enthusiasm for this, for this, uh, Thanks for, for the club. Thanks for putting for another 12 oh, as well. It's, it's a pleasure, mate. Every, every week, whatever happens, you're always buzzing, you know, for the club and, you know, the energy is unreal and it's, you know, I can even say thanks for, you know, 12 months of, of joy, really. No, I think we've got a good team going, haven't we, mate? Yeah. We've got a good team going. We've got Rick as well, haven't we, who comes on and our other, other guests that help us out. So, uh, you know, it is a good team and I, I fully enjoy doing it, Rob, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big part of my life doing it now. You know, Salford means a lot to me. It does to you as well and I really enjoy it and we enjoy the radio work that we do as well. It's, it's great. Yeah, we've got Dan, we've got Rick, we've got Parker. You know, loads of people want to get involved as well. If you ever want to join us, then just give us a, a tweet and we can, we'll see what we can do. So this was podcast from the Devil in Detail. I've been Rob Parks and you find us on Facebook, Devil in Detail SRD. You find us on Twitter at DITD SRD and you find us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Radio Contact. So I've been Rob Parkinson and we'll see you next week. Contact.